0: Jimmy, good morning. 10 o'clock. Let's go ahead and get started right on the dot. How are you doing today, sir?
1: And I am, I'm doing fantastic, man. I'll tell you what, I am, I am so grateful today. You have, you have no idea how grateful I am to be here with you, to be here with this great group of people that are going to be training today and yesterday and tomorrow. Um, I'm just feeling great, man. I'm I'm feeling fantastic. How about you? Awesome. Same here. Grateful to be able to stand up here and present to everybody, give you guys some
0: information. Uh, Grateful to be able to try and make a difference in your business to help you take whatever that next step is to get you to that next level. So thank you, Mary, very much for all of you that are online tuning in. And uh, today, this morning from 10 to 11, what we're going to be talking to you about is how to find listings. So we're going to talk to you about a lot of different places that you can find listings in today's market where to look for them, some of the strategies and processes to follow to make sure that you can put yourself in the best position. Uh, right now, this market is absolutely crazy. The things That's that are it. happening are, are unbelievable, things that we've we've never seen before and we might never see again. So it's imperative that you guys take advantage of this market the way that it is. This is not something that's ever going to happen in, in probably in our foreseeable future. You heard Craig and Jeff mentioned uh, yesterday that the majority of us in this market have never sold homes at an interest rate above 5%. And an average balanced market is a 5% interest rate, 5-6% and higher. So most of us haven't sold homes in a market like that. Most of us, a lot of us, especially ones that are online, haven't sold homes in a market where your average day on market is more than 45 days. A balanced market is six months. So for us to be in a position where we put our homes on the market and they sell in seven days, 10 days, uh, they sell in you know 30 days. Right now, I believe the average time frame on market for a home is like 25 days, 21 to 30 days. Unbelievable. So we have a blessing at our hands. And what we need to do is take advantage of this blessing and go find as many opportunities to help as many people as possible. And if you change your mindset to, I'm here to help, I want to help people. There's plenty of people that could use an additional hundred thousand dollars in their bank account, two hundred thousand dollars in their bank account. There's plenty of people that could take advantage of this market. There's plenty of people that you can have some discussions with to put them in a better position that might benefit them. So, I mean, Jimmy, you're active in the market and you're seeing a lot of buyers and sellers come through. You know what? What is the? What are you seeing from your standpoint as an active agent for the listings and the sellers that are out there?
1: Well, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of you know different things. I, I mean, to tell you the truth, you have a lot of sellers that you know know that think that they may have equity, but aren't a hundred percent sure. I know that's that's definitely a big deal. They just don't realize that this time last year and where we're actually sitting today um, could totally, totally benefit them. And when sitting down and doing listing presentations and showing these you know cost estimators to to these sellers, they're kind of um, they're kind of mind blown. They know the market's crazy. They, they see houses that are going up, selling quickly, um, selling for top dollar. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't even believe it sold for that." But then when they actually start seeing the numbers and seeing where they're actually at, um, it's 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 insane. They're super excited. Now on the buyer standpoint, it's you know they're excited about the interest rates, hands down. They're excited about the interest rates. The ones that are coming from out of the out of the state are excited about the pricing still because it's still amazing compared to where that you know where they where they're coming from. Um, but obviously, they're, they're a little nervous on being able to find it because there's just not enough. And, you know, I know Jeff talked yesterday about, you know, the floodgates are going to start opening up when these borders and everything start, you know, opening, you know, we yeah. have to be prepared. And I think what we're going to be talking about in the next hour is going to really help to position you as a, a real estate agent to continue to succeed, especially when right. these floodgates, you know, open up. So,
0: that's right. That's and that's exactly what this is. Here's gonna, we're gonna jump in and we're gonna show you different places to look that you can start strategizing to get listings. So it's basically, it's how to find listings today, because the possibilities of you finding somebody who's willing to take advantage of this market and put more money in their pocket is really high today. And you could find someone today that's ready to list their property if you just get out and talk to people. So yep. I'm gonna go ahead and share share screen. We're gonna jump in and start talking. All right, so. Talking about listings, in this market, you wanna be a listing agent. And it's imperative that we talk to people who own homes. Obviously, if you're trying to get listings, we need to talk to more people that own homes. If you have the listings, you hold the gold. He who holds gold makes the rules right? In this market, you don't want to be the buyer's agent. Yes, we'll take buyers, but you don't want to be the buyer's agent that's having to run around town to show and find everybody inventory in this market. You want to be the person that holds the inventory where everybody's coming to you looking for more of your product. So if listing agents last, that's just the facts. If you can put the time and effort and energy into it and create a schedule to start focusing on some of these things, you are gonna have a better opportunity to create a sustainable business for yourself than anybody else who's running around. Because I'm telling you, you can talk to anybody who's a buyer's agent right now and it is exhausting. And don't get me wrong, it's still tough work being a listing agent because we're doing a lot of work, but it's going to be a little easier on you and you can manage the circumstances a little bit better and start to create the life that you want rather than being run down by everything as it comes. So setting your baseline for what we're gonna talk about today. You know, we, we talked a lot about planning and mindset and creating a um, basically a business plan for how to get moving. And that's what this basically is. Go back to those same steps. Let's understand why you're doing what you're doing and then also begin with the end in mind. Have a goal. What is the goal that you're going to be after? What I'm going to ask you to do, and we're going to talk more about it in the end, is figure out what outcome do you want in the next 90 days. So for the next 90 days, I'm going to focus on this pillar, this action, this avenue. And the goal is to have a specific amount of listings. So right now, today being April April 20th, you got May, June, July. By July 20th of 2021, I will have four listings active on the market and two listings under contract. Whatever that is, create an outcome that you want by committing to doing some action and have a good reason why you're doing it. The reason that you're doing this, if you are able to create say two under contract, four listings on the market, that's six opportunities in the next 90 days with an average commission check of $8,000. It's nearly $50,000 in a quarter. What does that mean to you? How is that gonna make a difference? So that's what you wanna start off with. Start off with an end in mind. We don't wanna just jump in and say, I guess I'll do this and see what happens. Figure out what that end is. It's like your GPS, you get into your car and when you start punching into the GPS, You have to put in, you have to know where you're going. If you don't know where you're going, the computer doesn't know how to put it together and tell you how to get there. It's the same thing with your mind. You have to put in the end result, tell yourself where you're going and then your reticular activating system starts to kick in. This is important to me. Then you take action and it starts bringing more things in that are closer to you. So let's set this baseline for what we're going to be doing from here forward. Because what you hold in mind tends to manifest and we understand that. Hang on one second. So uh, what we hold in mind tends to manifest where your focus goes, your energy flows. So whatever you're thinking about and focusing on is where your energy is going to go and where the emotion is going to be created and the results that you're going to get. So we just have to get very clear with what it is that you want, why you want it, Create and attach some emotion to it because that's really going to power you through when things get tough or when you get a door slammed in your face or when somebody doesn't want to list their home and you take it personally. That's what's going to drive you past that. So we really have to get some of these baselines down next pick something and become a master at it. We're gonna focus more on that on the end about choosing a lane and just becoming a master. You heard Thomas and I talk about not being a dabbler. Let's stop focusing on whatever that shiny object is. And let's really jump in and see what is it that we can use to create the life that we want and get these listings. So once you have that, once you have a why, once you have an outcome, now we have to figure out what are my schedule and what are my intentions. What am I going to do? And when am I going to do it? So I intend to find four listings in the next 90 days that I can put on the market and help four people maximize their potential, put more money in their pocket than they ever dreamed possible to get them to that next stage of their life, whatever that is. So write it down, write down what the schedule is, write down what your intention is, and you should have income generating activities that you're going to be doing daily. Once we decide and choose a focus that you're going to focus on with these listings, we are going to have to create some income generating activities every single day. So what you're going to need to do is create the schedule, like Craig and I talked about yesterday, your blueprint of a schedule, the Art of Life Betterment, it says, when do I work real estate? So every day... One of those slots of time should be income generating activities, prospecting, looking for business, finding business in the avenue that you're going to be focusing on. And then what's your diet? What are you doing and consuming daily? Are you consuming things that talk about everything says the market's going to crash, the market's going down, wait until a couple months from now and foreclosures are rampant? Or are you listening to consuming like our daily trainings, consuming things that are along those lines, positive influences, coaches that are telling you, you can get out there, go do it. Here's why this market's amazing. You are amazing. You as an agent are who determines the market, not the other way around. So whatever you're doing is actually, it's up to us to create the market that we're in. And then going on to your intentions, having a clear and concise intention as to what you're going to do. I plan, I plan to find one seller that I can help today. I plan to find one qualified seller that I can help this week. Whatever that is, make it in line with your outcome that you want. And then we're going to be acting with purpose. When we have this clear intention and focus, we are going to be acting with that purpose with an intention behind it. So, and then once we do that, then we can start thinking about, all right, well, where do we want to find listings? where are the people that we can help let's change and shift that mindset where are the people that we can help and if you want to find listings we got to find people who own homes or are in a position to sell a home right makes sense right so we've got some amazing tools that we can use to start finding listings today literally today if you get in and do some of these things we can start finding listings so my main focus right now with a lot of people is strategic farming and here's why most of the times farming consists of jumping into a neighborhood and blanketing an entire neighborhood with mailers and door knocks and just talking to them about anything and everything but if we can take that and we can make our focus strategically farming finding people who are in a position that they can sell, need to sell, might want to sell, might be in a position that they have to sell, and we deliver something of value to them and put ourselves as, label ourselves as the expert in, that, in this market, in this position, we have a much better opportunity. So strategic farming is one that we can really break down into a bunch of different categories. And this is one of my main focuses right now because this is where you can get all the gold. So we've had weekly accountability classes going through with strategic farming and we're getting some amazing results. Number one, this is probably the most important place that you can focus on to get some listings today, absentee owners. So Jimmy, what's going on with a person who owns a rental property? What are some of the reasons that we might want to
1: reach out to them? Well, I mean, there could be a, a few. It could be, a, well, if it's a secondary property that, um, you know, they're living obviously somewhere else. Um, You have a secondary property that could be just hanging around um, to me, low hanging fruit that could have a ton of equity sitting in it on the rental standpoint, you possibly have um, rent renters that are not necessarily paying, um, paying their rent based on COVID and some of the things that they have going on there. So um, I think when you, when you look at those things and looking at an absentee owner, like, like you said, I think, you know, it's low hanging fruit, somebody who is, you know, not here and has the potential of making, a, a ton and being able to step away and not have to deal with all the, um, the issues that could pop up when having a renter, you know, um, maintenance and property management and things like that. Exactly. So
0: what, what's happening in the ev- evictions right now?
1: What There's a moratorium happening. on evictions.
0: They they keep extending it. So if you have an absentee owner who owns a property that there's a tenant in there, they're extending these evictions. So they cannot evict somebody that's in their property. And if they're not getting money for that property, right now, they're also working with these absentee owners to to move around the mortgage for them to make it a little more bearable so they could do a forbearance on the end. They can work around there. But the meantime, their home values keep going up. So Amazing. whereas they may, they may have bought a home and had 20% equity when they bought it two, three years ago, they put 20% down, made it a rental property. Now, all of a sudden, they've got in a position where they've got 50% equity. They're not getting the cash flow off of it. The tenant's not paying anything. They have no idea about the condition of the home because they're hesitant and afraid to reach out to the tenant to talk to them because they haven't paid and they don't want to create any drama there. So these absentee owners are one of the best places to start. And we have some great tools like Remind available through our Stellar MLS that you can go in and Remind allows you to go through and pull out absentee owners. Yeah. You can use public record, public record tools through your MLS allow you to identify people who have an address of their property that does not, uh, that does not match their mailing address. So it's going to pair with it and say, this is an absentee owner. So once you're doing that, what do you want to do with them? We've got some basic scripts here. You can literally call these people, mirror match them and go through, hey, it's Chris with Century 21 here in the Apollo Beach area. And I'm just reaching out to about the property that you own in Apollo Beach. You know, I live and work right here in this area and I'm checking out my area owners. See if there's anything I could do to bring some value these times when it's harder to get here to check out your investment, you know, and just go at it from a point of help. I'm here to help. Do you need anything from me? When's the last time you saw your property? How about I go by and take a look at it? I'll take some pictures. Would you mind if I just do a drive-by of it? I'll send you some photos of it. But we're here just trying to come at it from a help position. I'm not trying to get their business. I'm not trying to earn anything right off the bat. What I'm trying to do is set the tone of the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity says, if I give you something, you have to give me something. So if I give you something of value and I'm providing some type of value or I'm providing you, Hey, I'm sending you, or I've already sent in your mail to your address at one, two, three, any street in whatever state they're at. I sent you an updated market analysis on your property. And I was just curious if you wanted to discuss the values of your home and what's been going on in the market. So just having a conversation with them about that. So finding their numbers, we can find their numbers in sources like um, Remind does have numbers in there. There's other services that you can use like Coal Realty, Uh, Forewarn, you can look up addresses and uh, names of people. And sometimes you can get phone numbers in there. Also using things like Facebook. So we've had a lot of success whenever we've gone into things like Facebook and said, so when we've gone into Facebook, put in the owner's name, look them up and try to find them and send them a message that way. Yep. So I'm telling our, our agents, I said, for absentee owners, number one, do a CMA form, go into a specific neighborhood, let's zero down into a specific neighborhood that we know is concentrated on nothing but absentee owners, lots of rentals in it, Every neighborhood is gonna have 1500 square feet, 1700 square feet, 1900 square foot. They're all basically same builders, different models. So realistically, you only have to do three, maybe four CMAs and you can use that same CMA for every single one of the 1500, every single one of the 1700, every single one of the 1900, every single one of the 2100 square foot homes. Send them a CMA, pick up the phone, find their phone number and call them. We um, We have a system right now A uh, somebody in another country that's basically picking up the phone and calling absentee owners. And that's all she's doing, making 400 phone calls a day, setting on average anywhere or calling anywhere from two to 400 calls a day, not connections, calls, dials, and getting anywhere from one to five appointments a day. For people that are saying, yeah, that sounds interesting. I do have a property. I am in a position I'd like to hear what it's worth. I might be willing to sell it. When can we have a good discussion about that? When can you send someone over? per day, one to five appointments per day, making dialing two to 400 calls. Absentee owners right now is probably one of the best places that I would start. I would say focus on that and just go all in on that. Figure out how many absentee owners you have in a neighborhood and break that down. I've got this many absentee owners in this neighborhood and say there's 100 of them. I'm going to break it down over the next 30 days and I'm going to hit them one way for the next 30 days. Then I'm going to hit them another way for the next 30 days. Then I'm going to hit them another way for the next 30 days. Get them a CMA, get them a mailer, get a phone call, call them again. If you don't get an answer, call them back and follow up, follow up, follow up up follow up i guarantee that you will be able to set appointments by the end of the month if you're able to have those discussions with people Uh, jimmy you want to check the chat that's in there and uh, i'll just keep going on
1: yeah the, the question is uh would you uh would you tell us where we can find these scripts sure
0: so we've got in drive in Google Drive, we have the scripts on our Beggins Agents, uh, Agents app, we have the scripts and on Beggins we have the scripts. So these scripts will be available and accessible. You can get onto the Beggins Agents page and find them. And you can also look in our Google Drive or if you're a Beggins Agents, you can find those scripts as well. Um, also, absentee owners, again, I think that's number one spot to look for. Next for strategic farming, going through if you're gonna focus on a neighborhood or you're gonna focus on a city. Let's just say you focused on a specific neighborhood and I go in and I pull up in the MLS and I look for all of the properties that were expired and or canceled. So anything that expired on the market or canceled off the market and did not get relisted. I wanna find all of those properties because they expired A year ago, two years ago, five years ago, and have never relisted since then, or it canceled on the market and they have never relisted. Well, what's happening right now? They were in a position where maybe it didn't make sense to move, but they did think about it. These people put their home on the market, had a realtor sign a contract, put it on the market, said, I want to sell my home, and then it didn't sell or they pulled it off the market for some reason. But guess what happens? Things change. Times change, so right now it might be a much better position for them where they can actually sell their home. We need to, to reach out to them and talk to them. Again, using a service like Remind, using a service like Forewarn, going through social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, looking for people to, and finding ways to connect with them, sending them messages, dropping off. What I would do is I would do the same thing. I would just have some CMAs already performed, real basic CMA a value range of 50 to hundred thousand dollars. Your home is worth between 400 and $450,000. And I would go drop a CMA off on every single door and knock on their door and have a conversation with them. Here's what's going on in the market. I noticed you tried to sell your home a few months ago and I was just curious, you know, for the right price would you consider selling your home again? I'm sure that you notice what's happening and you could probably put at least this much more money in your pocket. What is it worth having a conversation about that? So expired and canceled, not relisted, another amazing opportunity to go and have a conversation. It's no objections. They were listing their home before. If they say no, guess what? You're in the same position you were before. Their listing expired. They're not relisted. You talk to them. Their listing will still be expired and not relisted. You move on to the next. Stop, stop seeing rejection as a bad thing. Reject rejection. It's not rejection. You're no worse off now than when you just talked to them a few minutes ago. You don't have a listing and theirs isn't on the market. Nothing's changed. Yep. Jimmy?
1: Chris, Claire asked, uh, is that
0: forewarned? Forewarn um, is an app that you can look through and do some research on buyers, sellers, uh, look people up by address, name, phone number. If you have it, you can do some research on them through there and get some more information. Yes. Right. And that's available through uh, through Century 21 through, system, uh, through Spark, right? Spark, yep. Yeah. So expired, canceled, not relisted. Amazing opportunity to start talking to people. Another one, just listed properties. <laughs> and here's the best part. It doesn't have to be your listing. It doesn't? It doesn't have to be your listing, right? It it doesn't need to be. I don't need to have a property listed to go tell all the neighbors about the new property that just came on the market. Now I can't tell them it's mine, and I need to make sure if I'm going and talking to people about the home that came on the market or calling people and telling about the home that came on the market that it's very clear that I'm not telling them it was my listing. Right. But what if I just went to all of them and said, hey? Your neighbor's home around the corner just came on the market for $450,000. It's a 3,000 square foot home with this, that, and the other. And their property coming on the market may have affected the value of yours. If yep. you've ever considered selling, now might be a good time to talk to consider a little bit further. When's, it When's When can you have a good conversation? So just listed, whenever something comes on the market, if you want to do some strategic farming, pick a neighborhood. Anytime a home comes on the market, you get in there and knock on every single door and tell every neighbor about the neighbor's home that came on the market. Why? Because if you go knock on their door or pick up the phone call, you're going to beat the listing agent's mailer that went out. The listing agent's gonna send a mailer. Right now, they're probably not going and knocking on doors. They're not maximizing all their effort. They're not picking up the phone and calling. The majority of people are just clicking a button to send out a postcard. If you go and knock on the door, that mailer won't be there for seven, eight to 10 days. If yeah. I go knock on the door, I'm gonna be there in 15 to 30 minutes. I'm gonna have a much better conversation with them than a postcard will. And I can build, I can use my rapport building skills. I can go into neutral. I can work my best and connect with them, build those connections with them, give them something of value, whether it's some type of CMA or market history, your neighbors, all of these properties have sold, leave something for them and have a conversation. So Just Listed, amazing opportunity to go out and tell everybody in the neighborhood about the home that Just Listed and how their property coming on the market has probably affected the value of yours something really, really simple that you can do. But if you're doing that, you're having conversations with people that own homes, putting yourself in a better position to earn more listings. Was there any other, uh, any other chats that have come in? No, that's it so far. You're good. Cool. know. So then in the same regard, the just sold. So if I'm doing strategic farming, anything, something sells, I want to get into the market and go do the same thing knock on every single door and tell them about the home that just sold and how that home selling may have affected the value of yours. Are you aware of what's happening in this market? There's probably at least 10 to 15 offers on that home. And guess what? In this market, only one person can win which leaves up to 14 people who said, I love this neighborhood, I love that home, and I wanna make it my own. So we have 14 people that are fully invested in this neighborhood and this style of home, this location, and were emotionally attached and didn't wanna lose out. And if you've ever considered selling, now might be a great opportunity where we can make something happen. Get a one party listing agreement signed and see if we can't sell it to one of those buyers. If it wasn't your buyers that were looking in there, go in and telling them that same thing, creating that draw, creating that energy and that emotion attachment to it, letting them know that, hey, we might even be able to sell it before it even goes on the market. We've got a ton of people that are lined up, ready, willing, and able to buy homes right now. So Just Sold is an amazing opportunity, just like the Just Listed. And again, it doesn't have to be your listing. So get out in the market and start knocking on doors and talking to people. Next, law of reciprocity. If I give you something, you give me something back. Interest rates. What are interest rates right now? Jimmy, what's the last interest rate that you saw for one of your buyers?
1: Dude, I just, I just got a pre-approval for 2.4. 2.4%. 2.4 four last night. Hell. So we've got some really
0: cool tools. Uh, Remind, I've mentioned it a couple times, but I'll mention it again. Remind, very cool tool. You go into Remind, you pick an area, and there's a little overlay that if you click interest rate, and I only want to see people who have a four and a half percent interest rate or higher or 4% interest rate or higher. And my sole purpose is to provide them value. It's just to have a conversation because yep. I know if I can get them to like me, to know me and trust me, and I can give them something of value, they're going to give me something of value. So if I go talk to them and tell them about, Hey, um, I wasn't sure if you were aware, I see that you've owned this home for the last two years and interest rates have significantly changed. You don't have to tell them, I know you have an interest rate of Mm 2.6%. I stalked you. You just need to let them know. I know you bought the home two years ago and interest rates have significantly changed since then. And I was just curious if you've ever considered or looked into where your value might be and how that interest rate may be affected and you might be able to save X amount of dollars. My stuff, you know, my, My app right here says that if you reduce your interest rate by 1%, it can save you $250 a month. You want to have a conversation with them. I'm just trying to build rapport and talk. So if I can talk with them about that. So hey, by the way, I'm sure you've seen all the other homes that have come on the market. So here's where it gets really powerful if you've been in the same neighborhood and you talk to them about the property that was just listed or you left a flyer about a just listed, if you already talked with the neighbor about an absentee owner and they saw you in the neighborhood or you told them about something that just sold and now you're going back and they recognize you and they see that you're working and you're showing them something about interest rates, telling them that you can save them $250 a month and that's valuable to them. Don't you think they might be willing to give you some information? Oh yeah. So if you ask them, hey, by the way, do, who do you know? I mean, I know you've got boots on the ground in this neighborhood. I mean, I, I I live around the corner as well, but you know people I don't know. And, you know, I know people you don't know, but some of the people that you know might benefit from what I have to tell them. So it might, is it worth having a conversation? Who do you know that might be looking to take advantage of this market? You know, moving up, down, around, getting married, getting a job, losing a job, you know, might need some help for me. I, I'm more than happy. I'd love to help them out. So having a conversation like that just about interest rates is gonna get you in the door. And most of us want the no objection sale. Most of us want to be able to talk to them without any objections. So interest rates is a no objection sale. You either want to take advantage of 200 bucks off your, off your mortgage or you don't. And I, if, if you don't want to, that's fine by me, but here's some information. And, but you want to build from there. You want to try and make the connection and then start working through asking them questions about who do you know? you know? I've already talked to you about the other listing or one other one that sold. So those are things that are going to put you in a better position.
1: You know, Chris, and I think, you know, talking about interest rates too does it, does it, does even a little bit more. Um, you know, obviously, you get your foot in the door to have a great conversation with them. But, you know, and this kind of even ties into the next, you know, next, next aspect. You know, a lot of sellers are scared right now to sell their home because they want to buy. And if you're having that conversation around interest rates and how low they are compared to when they purchased their house, you know, let's say two years ago, and really, what their buying power actually is, even though it may seem that the prices are a lot higher, higher with interest rates lower, they could still end up being some of the same, um, you know, same payments that they're actually looking in. So, I think you know, by having that also, um, kind of helps ease their mind a little bit and ease the pain of yep. like, what do I do if I do sell? I got to go somewhere. What am I supposed to do? What what, yep. what can I do? There's nothing out there, you know. Absolutely, and that's that's where that's where you're just there to have a
0: conversation. It's yep. no objections. If it makes sense it makes sense if it doesn't it doesn't that yep. that's why i'm here i'm just here to, to give you value and give you information so then on top of the next thing for strategic farming is knock for those who aren't aware in our market we have a program that is available that we have partnered with we're a strategic partner with knock knock is a company that like jimmy just said you talk to a seller i don't know where i'm gonna go i can't find another home And even if I did, I don't know if I'm going to be able to compete. I cannot list my home and risk being homeless because I can't find another one. Wonderful. Ta-da! We have this amazing program for you. This program is called Knock. This program, this company, what they do is they say, oh, I already did this. So I I don't need to get into the, the particulars on that side of it. But what they say is, hey, we've already... What we'll do, let me qualify you. Let me qualify you for a new home. And then better yet, let me qualify you to buy a new home without having to sell yours. And let me work out a program where you can buy the brand new home before you ever sell yours. Now that you've bought your brand new home, now you list your home on the market. And once you sell your home, We will give you an interest-free loan for six months that will help with the down payment on your new home, that will help with any repairs on your old home and cover the payments on your old home for that six months while you're trying to sell it. And then once it sells, you pay us our small little loan back. You've got your brand new home, worry-free, no problems. But there's a lot of people in our market that are scared because they can't be homeless. They've got kids, they've got dogs, they've got a house that needs work, they can't do the work now while they live in it this program going out with a knock flyer because we have branded flyers with knock that have century 21 baggins and knock on them we can go knock on doors and tell them hey um i know the market's absolutely crazy if you've ever considered buying and you'd like to take advantage of this market because you realize you can put more money in your pocket than ever i've got an amazing program that might help you out if it's worth having a conversation and leave some information behind and your information will be on it because it's branded as well and they're going to give you a call back so that's an amazing opportunity that we have in our market. So if you're anywhere in the greater Tampa Bay market, we can take advantage of that with Century 21 Beckins Enterprises. So anything you wanted to add on that, Jimmy?
1: No, I think, I, I think, well, this is with the changing world and the changing when it comes down to how real estate is, is really playing out right now and being in this, these unprecedented times, you need unprecedented ideas and, and ways to be able to get them. And I think, um, you know, I haven't used Knock yet. I have some people that are, you know, that are interested and it might make sense for them. But you know, you know, knowledge gives you power, and the more that you start seeing companies like this, you know, research them, take a look, see what's there, see if it's right. And again, it's just a conversation point, um, letting people know that hey, we can we can sell your house later. Let's get you, let's take out that for sale or sale of your um your property contingency because that's going to really hinder them finding something. And again, you're just bringing all of this value to them um to to help them pot help them out i mean that's what you, what we're talking about help them out give them information and and go from there we got some questions in here saying i tried to find the knock flyer where is it located I'll um right.
0: i'll show you right now so oh, thank when you, you go in
1: you have training videos home swap details marketing
0: materials so once you once you log in up in the top right it's going to be knock for agents and then you'll be hit marketing materials. And then down here, you can hit your marketing materials and you'll find your market. Florida will be uh, Century 21. Uh, we'll have to see all 52 because they've added a few more. So we'll see all 52. Century 21 Baggins is gonna be in here, right here. And they have Century 21 Baggins Enterprises marketing there under the Knock program, under the Knock flyers.
1: Now, Daniel asked, um, is, is NOC limited to our area and can be used from state to state relocation? That is correct. There, You have to make sure the location. So if you go back, it will kind of show you, well, you're already out of it. Um, they'll, they'll show you where, what cities, what states that they're located in, and you can use them from, let's say, I'm, I'm not saying 100% that it's in New York, but let's say someone's moving from New York down here. If Knock is available in that state and in that city, you can use them to relocate from up there, down here, or wherever, whatever it may look like.
0: It's an amazing opportunity. So if you have a if you have an out-of-state client that has the ability to use Knock, and you have a Knock-certified agent on the other end, you can get our relocation department involved. Find a Knock-certified agent that through our relocation that can help them sell their home there. Then you help them with the with the purchase here, because Knock will help them do that seamlessly without having to sell the other one. So we've got some great opportunities just by having conversations about. Yeah, I know the market's absolutely nuts. You know, I I I thought the same thing until I started looking at this program, and this program makes it real easy for us to take advantage of that. So that's one thing you can look into as well. Uh, another place that you can find listings right in your backyard, your sphere so all of us have a sphere all of us have people who own homes i don't care if they own homes in this state or in another state if they own homes in another state good all you have to do is send an email to our relocation department they will find an a-rated background check qualified agent to sell their home there and you get a check for doing nothing if they live in this state you want to get a cma to every single one of them so if you have a sphere anybody who owns a home in our area Anybody, if you know somebody that lives in the greater Tampa Bay area, they're in your sphere, do a CMA for them. Get a list of all of them. Go through your database, find every single one of them and send them a, uh, send them a CMA. Their price range is between $50,000, $400,000 and $450,000. And then once you do that or before or after either one, get a social media message and tell them a story. So one thing that I that I would I would do is I would get a video and I would just go for a walk in my neighborhood and I would just start to talk and I would just start telling them, "Man, it is unbelievable out here and what I'm seeing in this market is unreal. Sellers are maximizing their value on their homes and getting and making more money than I've ever seen. Let me tell you a little story. So my cousin just sold her home. She listed it at $415,000, which is 15 to 20 grand more than what the market was going to bear. We ended up getting offers between four forty-five dollars and four seventy-five. dollars the best offer ended up being at four sixty five, and we ended up selling it. She just made sixty dollars to $70,000 more than we ever thought she would be able to on her home. And we were able to help her do that. And with some of our amazing strategies that we have, we were able to partner with a program that allowed her to buy a home before she even sold this one. It's unbelievable. So... This market is nuts. If you've ever thought about it, just give me a call. Let's have a conversation, no obligations at all. I'm happy to talk. You probably noticed I dropped a CMA off on your door, a pricing analysis on your door last week. You know, take a look at that and let's just have some conversation. Just put a story over there, connect to them, let them see what's going on. But if you go through all of your sphere and make a phone call and touch base with them, deliver a CMA to them, put a social media video, send a social media message, call back, text, go through that for a whole quarter, make it your sole focus for a quarter to hit everybody in your CMA with some value of what they can do in this market because they can maximize the value of what's going on around us. That's something that you need to be taking advantage of. That's one place that you can do it. Anybody who owns a home right now can take advantage. Yep. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna briefly touch on attorneys and banks. So um, attorneys in this time where people are stuck at home, sometimes relationships aren't working out. <laughs> There's divorce attorneys. Yep. There's things that there's family law. If you reach out and touch base with some of them, there's going to be some opportunities. To tell them you're happy to do some uh, broker price opinions or strategic pricing analysis for anybody uh, free of charge to them just to help them out. It's like delivering a CMA to your neighbor, like delivering a CMA to friends, family. You're just doing it in a different light. That's something you can do. Probate as well. With you know, unfortunately, there are some people that have uh, that have that have passed on from during this time. And you, if you yep. reach out to them, there are more opportunities there. Again, you're trying to help. I'm trying to help people, and you can be in a position to help them because of your knowledge. Yep. Um, next, I've got a buyer if you strategically go into an area into a neighborhood and you say i have if you have a buyer looking for something you can literally go and put a letter together and go knock on every door in the neighborhood so use a system like remind remind will tell you all of the 2500 to 2700 square foot homes so let's say i have a buyer they they picked this 2600 square foot home in a neighborhood with a pool it sold like that they couldn't get on it we didn't get the offer there's 32 offers what would I do? I would go in and I would find everything in that neighborhood or within a half a mile, that's 2,500 to 2,800 square foot with a pool, get a list, export it into a spreadsheet and go out and knock on every single one of their doors and tell them that I've got a buyer who absolutely loves this neighborhood and is ready, willing and able to purchase. And you know the home around the corner didn't quite work out for them, but yours might. Have you ever considered selling and for the right price, would you consider selling your home? When can we have a conversation? and go start creating opportunities. Turn it into a one-party listing agreement. Turn it into an opportunity where you get a commission agreement from that seller to pay you and you put it in as sold data so you have some credit on your history as well. But your job is to get out there and make things happen. We can make them happen for both the buyers and the sellers by taking a listings-oriented approach to your buyers
1: as well. I think that's I think that's huge, Chris, because you have, again, if you're a buying agent or you have a ton of buyers, like this is an opportunity for you to get listings based on the buyers that you already have and what they're looking for, and I, you know, I don't think enough people actually do this. Like, if you find the right spot, listen to what Chris said. Like, get out there, knock on doors, let them know that, hey, I have someone who is ready to go now. I have someone who wants to be in this neighborhood. And you know, unfortunately, when you you do a search for a buyer right now, and it, there's only three houses that fit their criteria, you're going to be sitting there for six, seven, eight months trying to find something. Where this is a great way to get out there, take care of the buyer and get a listing on top of it.
0: Absolutely. So and guess huge. what? You Now you've got the, the seller somewhat attached. Yeah. I'd consider selling, go through yep. some of the motions, get a commission agreement, get a one-party listing, start talking to them about that, show them what they're going to make on the sale, get the buyer yep. in through the door after that. Now the buyer says, man, eh, it doesn't work out for me, Mr. Seller. I'm really sorry. You know, the buyer this home doesn't quite work out for them because of whatever it is. Uh, but if you've still considered, if looking at that cost estimator, now we've created some attachment there. Yep. If it's something you're willing to consider, still moving forward with the sale, we can still uh, we can still kind of entertain that. So let's talk. Yep. Next um, events. So one thing that we've done, we've done a, a food truck event here every first Friday of the month, and that is a great no objections ex- uh, conversation with sellers in a neighborhood my goodness we're we're in a in a time right now where our sellers are sitting at home people aren't leaving their house people are working from home when you go knock on their door I am so incredibly surprised at how many agents are telling me that they're having some of the best conversations they've ever had with people in their neighborhoods because they're so happy to see other people. And they're so happy to get an invite to some event that's outside where everything's safer and they're not all crammed into a restaurant or some location. They're outside, it's comfortable. Go and invite them to the food truck. If you pair or partner with a lender, a bank, title company or anything like that you'll have people on site that can answer any questions again no obligations come on out get some information the first three people that show up and bring this flyer i'll buy you lunch so now you have some marketing that only cost you three people's lunch. So at most, you know, 30, 45, 40, 50 bucks to buy lunch for three, four people. And the first people that show up, I'll buy you lunch, do a social media post, get on there. These are opportunities to talk to sellers because you're in a neighborhood where everybody lives and you wanna invite them out to something. And again, you're offering them something, they offer you something back. That law of reciprocity is key here. Yep. Next, we are uh, past clients. If you have any past clients that have bought a home ever, ever, it doesn't matter if it's last year, we have people that have bought a home six months ago, putting a home on the market. We have people bought a home a year ago, putting a home on the market. We have people that have bought a home at any time and are putting it back on the market. It does not matter when they sold their home. If you judge that this person may or may not sell because they just bought their home a year ago, you're going to miss out. And I guarantee you somebody in your sphere will have their property on the market that just bought it a year ago, whether you were the person to help them buy it or not, that will happen and if you do not stay in touch, you're going to lose out. The stats show that 75% of homeowners say that they, uh, they absolutely love their agent and would use their agent again. But yes, less than 15% actually do. Whose fault is that? Ours. Because we're not staying in touch. So I would take every single person who's ever bought a home for me. I would get a CMA to them and I would go deliver it. Deliver a CMA to every single past client. Show them how amazing of a decision they made by not only choosing you as their agent, but choosing to buy a home in this area and getting the return on the investment and the value that they have. Show it to them. Put it right out there, hey, looks like the last, here's some of what's going on in your market, or here's a valuation, or here's four homes like yours that just sold. Congratulations, you made an amazing decision and have over $100,000 in equity in less than a year. It's happening and we're seeing it all over the place. So uh, next, another place you can look, social ad engine. Creating a social ad engine, you have as a, through Century 21, you have the ability to create some ads for a market expert for a knowledge expert, for a professional. There's already ads created just for you that could go on social media. You don't have to do anything at all. You can tweak them up, down, or around and change some of the photos on it, but you don't have to do anything. You can run a promotion in there just to get more awareness to you. So if you do something like that and you're out talking to your sphere, I would pair social ad engine with sphere because I would say, this is my focus. I'm gonna run a social ad engine because most of the people in my sphere will probably see it as well. So I wanna get that out and show people that.
1: And so for social ad engine, just think it's some already pre pre-made marketing things for you that are, that make it super easy to run ads on Facebook and Instagram, everything from home value experience, local market expert, things like that. So it's already, it makes it, again, this is something that Century 21 Beggins and Realogy offers just makes it super easy to be able to, you know, post some things and get some things out there to drive some more value to you as a, as an agent.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Actually, we'll just go to FISBOs now. FISBOs. So here's, here's your mind. They don't need me. They're selling their home. My buyer's even looking at FISBOs, and my buyer's going in trying to make an offer on this FISBO, and they're not going to pay me a commission. They're not going to pay me a listing commission. Wrong. Here's why. You go to those defisbos and you talk to them and you tell them the story about your cousin. My cousin's your cousin. Tell them it's your cousin, somebody in our office. I just saw this story. So you're worried about paying a, you're worried about paying a 3% commission or a 6% commission or whatever that is on your $300,000 home. So my cousin just listed her home for $415,000. It was $20,000 over what the market should bear. We ended up selling the home for $465,000. So Realistically, we made $40,000 more than what it was listed for, but we priced it $20,000 over the market. So we made $60,000 more on a $400,000 home. So just $40,000 more is 10% more than what yeah. that FISBO may have priced their home at. And if you look at $60,000, that's even greater than that. That's like 15% more than what the market would bear. And you're worried about paying 6%. So is it is it about what you pay me or is it about the money that I put in your pocket? Because if I can show you how we can put anywhere from five to 15% more in your pocket, possibly, does it really matter if you had to pay me an additional 2% or you had to pay me the total 6% or whatever the, whatever the case is. So that's an opportunity only, also with commission objections. You're going to sell my home in a day. That's not a good idea. I don't recommend anybody sells their home in a day because we've shown time and time again, when we strategically market this property, we're gonna put the most amount of money in your pocket by putting it on market for at least five days, three to five days and getting the best buyer through that. Same case here. My cousin listed her home. The offers were 425 and 430 come Sunday afternoon. Sunday by 5 p.m. We had offers between 445 and 475. That's a story you tell a for sale by owner and letting them know that you can help them do the same thing. You'd love the opportunity to show them how. So something like that's really gonna stand out. Next. Let's jump down to open houses. Homes aren't staying on the market too long, but if you use our strategies, put the property on the market on Wednesday, uh, market it Thursday, Friday, have an open house Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday. What that gives you time to do is go knock on the doors and tell everybody around the neighborhood about the open house that's coming up and the just listed property that's coming up. It doesn't have to be your listing because not every agent wants to do this. So find a listing hold it open go tell everybody about the open house that's coming up everybody in the neighborhood invite them over have make it an event then after that once the home goes under contract go back and tell everybody in the neighborhood about the property that went under contract and tell them how this property went under contract and we did the strategic marketing the way that we do it to put more money in the seller's pocket we sold it for over the asking price and I'm just wanting to let you know that them selling at that price is probably affecting the value of yours. You know, it would be, if you or anyone, you know, is considered selling your home, let's have another conversation. Yep. So, and then when it sells, go back and told them what it sold for and how much more money they put in their pocket and go back and have that conversation. You just talk to everybody in that neighborhood three times in a matter of 30 to 45 days. Great opportunity to create some more listings in our market. So I'm going to jump over because we only got a few minutes left. We got about five minutes. Uh, we'll, we'll get out at 10 55. So realistically, here's what's, here's what we need to make this stick. So we, I just gave you seven, eight, nine different places where you can go. And if you, if you really focused on it, you're going to find listings. I told this story yesterday and plenty of times before, when you become a master of one thing, you get, More opportunities. Your body starts to get more ingrained. It becomes habitual, and you start getting better opportunities. There's an agent, a brand new agent, no experience in the business, decided he was going to do just listed and just sold, and he picked a huge area to do it. Any property that got just that just got listed, he called everybody in the neighborhood. He made 200 phone calls a day, but that was his focus: just listed and just sold, and that's all he did. 200 calls a day, five days a week for 30 days. And he had zero contracts after 30 days, but from day 30 to day 90, he ended up with 10, 10 contracts from day 30 to 90. And by the end of the year, he had closed over 80 transactions by focusing on one thing and one thing alone and becoming a master at it. You have to pick a lane. You have to pick and say, this is what I'm going to do. Nothing's going to get in the way. I'm going to focus on this. This is my goal. This is the outcome I want. I'm not changing the goal. I may change the strategy or the actions that I take, but I'm not going to change the actual goal because the reason is if I'm searching for a sunset and I start running to the east, my goal still remains the sunset, but I'm going to realize running to the east isn't going to get me anywhere. So I have to adjust, keep the same goal, readjust and figure out maybe this will work better. Let's try running west and see where I get. So you have to start being a master of something, pick a 90 day plan, choose a focus, stick with it for 90 days and be accountable to somebody, have somebody that you're going to check in with once a week, who's going to ask you, what did you say you were going to do last week? What did you actually do? And what are you going to do this week? Do you feel like you're still on track? What are things that we need to start doing? What are things we need to stop doing? And what are things we need to do more of? So that we can continue working towards that goal of getting the listings and getting the intention. The intention was to find one seller this week that I can help buy that helped buy a home, sell a home, whatever
1: that is. Jimmy, anything to add? No, I mean, what's the saying? How many, how many days do you have to do something to be able to make it a habit?
0: So typically uh, the science says 25 to 30 days to create a new neural pathway. Okay. So thought electrical charge starts creating a connection between your brain and your body or your brain and whatever you're going to do. So there's this electrical charge and it starts firing together and you make some mm-hmm. neurological connections right away, like within the first day. But if you don't do it again, the next day, those connections start to dissipate if you don't revisit it, if you don't continue to make that firing of them stronger by doing it over and over and over and over again, they don't wire together. The more they get wired together, the more it forms a habit, the more it forms something that you don't have to think about the same way you put your pants on this morning, you put your left foot in or your right foot in first, you probably have to stop and think about it. Wait a minute, which one do I do? Because your body's just naturally doing those things. When you start doing something and commit to doing it 90 days, that first 30 days is all trying to instill a new habit. Mentally, physically, emotionally, it's all trying to instill a habit that's going to get you to the end result, the reticular activating system, getting everything else out of the way, my brain and body connecting, seeing it, bringing those things in and getting out and doing it over and over and over for 90 days. That's the true test of, is this working? Is a true 90-day test to start off with? And at that point, we're going to be able to determine, is this working? Is it worth changing? Is it worth adding? Do I need, should I be doubling down? Should I be trying harder? So those are the things that we start to look at, but having a coach helps you work through all those things as well.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I I definitely, 100% agree. That's why I asked that. I think that, you know, it's important to understand that it takes time to be able to turn these things into habit and continue with it. And like you said, don't be a dabbler. Don't, uh, let me try this for a little bit. Try that for a little bit. You're never going to get to that point where you're going to actually start seeing, you know, some of those results. So pick one, go after it, give it 121%. Tell yourself you're gonna do this. Tell yourself what you know the end result is gonna be. I'm gonna have four listings. I'm gonna have two under contract. I'm gonna have four closed, whatever that's gonna be, and continue on that path. Don't stray from it or you're not gonna see the results that you're that you're looking for. And you're gonna go a, back to some of the old habits and some of your past. You know, you're living in the what do we call it? The present past. We don't look at the present future, right? Yeah. Look at you well, teaching me something. Look at you, Chris. Um well, you know, you wanna live. You in- see, yeah, right. Exactly. So that's here's the here's the problem that
0: 25 to 30 day point is usually a, a usually a breakdown moment. Yep. Because right at that point is oh, yeah. right when you're about to shift over to a new a new mentality, shift over to a new vibration where things are starting to work for you rather than being a struggle. But at that point, your brain kicks in and says, why don't we just go back to doing it the other way? We've been doing this for 30 days. I was so comfortable working. It feels so good to just stop doing and sit on our butts and not call anybody and not do that. Let's just stop, just stop. But my point is breakdowns happen right before breakthroughs. So the breakdown that you have at that twenty-five to thirty-day mark, there's all it it always happens. We can pretty much we can pretty much show it, and if you can push through that, all of a sudden it's like, wow, that oh, actually yeah. worked. I feel better. It's starting to sink in. You know, all of those all of those statements that we make. That's where you get your power.
1: And the last thing I add too is definitely have someone to, you know, hold you. I know he hit it, he hit it, but have someone, a coach, somebody to help hold you accountable to the goals that you're setting and the activities that you're going to be doing. Um, because Chris and I have had, I've had multiple times where I've had that breakdown. I think like multiple, you know, it too, you know, it. and that's the thing about having a coach to help get you through that and to help again, just to keep getting to that finish line of what your, you know, what your vision is, you know, and what your why is. So definitely.
0: Yep, absolutely. We, we all have them. We all go through those moments.
1: Breakdowns happen right before breakthroughs. That's, that's
0: one of my one of my favorites. All right, guys. So 1055, we are going to sign off. We got a quick, quick break, grab a drink, grab a snack, use the restroom. We've got the listing process coming up next at 11 o'clock. So 11 to 12, we'll have some conversations about listing process, how to get from point A, I think I got a lead, to point B, which is going to be putting it on the market. And then we'll be role playing that after lunch today. So we'll see you all in about five
1: minutes. Thanks, Jimmy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good one.